0: Hello, everyone. Hello, friends. Hello, enemies. Welcome to the Who Cares podcast. Welcome to the Who Cares podcast, a podcast that enters your soul with your host, Stephen Moranga. I say that in jest, but I don't say that to be flippant. I say it because I last this past week, not last, this past week, I got a lot of Emails and uh, DMs basically saying, "How dare I talk about South Central Los Angeles like that?" And I'm an artist, first of all. I'm a singer. I like art, so that makes me an artist. Actually, that that absolutely makes me an artist. Um, I don't like numbers. Um, I don't like dudes that wear suits uh, from Men's Warehouse. Um, if you're going to wear a suit, you wear it fitted with an ascot or at least a pocket square that looks fantastic on you. If you're a woman and you're beautiful and you dress like shit, um, I have no time for you because that also means it possibly in the lower region, it might smell as well. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the who cares podcast. And I want to let everybody out there know that I do believe in art. First and foremost, and by art, I mean uh, Disneyland. Yes, Disney fucking land. Disneyland, the land that you went to as a child, the land that you spent many, many, many times. Well, I can't say that for every one of you. I'm sorry if your parents didn't take you there. I've talked to some people that live like in the Midwest and they went to like Six Flags or something. And their parents never took them. It's interesting that their parents never took them because people from fucking Germany and uh, China, even though they have one over there, um, Japan, they have one over there, too, actually. Uh, But, you know, you meet so many people from around the globe. And I'm sorry if your parents never took you to Disneyland, not Disney World, because Disney World to me kind of feels like no offense to everybody out there. I'm probably going to get a big backlash again like I did last week. But Disneyland to me in Orlando, I I went there. Um, it you know what it felt like? It felt like um, a trailer park, and that's it. It just felt like a a serious like like it. It's kind of like that new mall that or not because there's no more malls. That new plaza that comes in and, and acts like they're going to be like big time, you know. And and they they are. I mean, in all actuality, Disney World. Uh, Disney kicks also. Disneyland's ass However There's a There's a quiet magic And the real magic it's, it's like That's where the magic is Even though it's in Stupid Anaheim No offense Anaheim I'm not really sure I mean I've I read the book By Walt Disney I know why I know why he picked it Not by Walt Disney But about him And uh, I know why he picked it There was You know Lots of land that was cheap And uh, a lot cheaper Than L.A. at the time and um, nothing was there. Uh there wasn't the crime that there is there now. There wasn't the um uh the ability to rob all the patrons that go there. Because there was nothing there really, you know. Um there wasn't nefarious companies coming in there trying to suck off the teat of Walt Disney. He just wanted to put something there that um you know, made him money. Actually, no, he really didn't care about you. No, I think he really did. I think he really cared about you. I think he really uh, he made it. He he really he was a weirdo. Basically, he had a train in his backyard. But I feel like I want a train in my backyard. In fact, during Christmas time, I have I have these model trains that go throughout my whole house. That right on the top, right on the bottom. Uh, my family is in the railroad, so I, I understand his love of trains. I understand his love of like because. When I was a kid, I would come home and, and after Disneyland and I'd try to make Pirates of the Caribbean in my backyard because we had like this ditch thing. Um, I don't know. Like it, it it was perfect for it except I wasn't a very good engineer. So going back to that, I'm not mathematical. I'm creative. I'm an artist. And I would come back and I, I tried to make the doom, doom buggy right from the Haunted Mansion. I remember I tried to make that. That was weird, and uh, there was like a lot of wood, a lot of stuff going on. It looked similar to like, like if you were be uh, like a, a tweaker nowadays, and you know you've gone to their houses and shit, and there's like uh, VCRs that are like you know not put together, and you're like, who's used a VCR in the last thirty five years? And then maybe there's like a a DVD player, and you're like, okay, who's used a DVD player in the last fifteen years? And they're like, "Well, no, I, I promise. Like, I am going to get, I am going to get it together." And like everything is just kind of a mess, you know. And that's kind of as a kid, that's kind of what happened. And really, what that is is, I guess I didn't know it, but I had ADHD. And I think Walt Disney had ADHD, but he had really good people around him. So I guess I am similar to Walt Disney. I just need the really good people around me. I think that's really what we're talking about. So um, Disneyland, to go back to it, it's way better than Orlando. I went there. I I went to Orlando. Um, I went there actually to try out for a boy band. Do you remember that guy Lou Perlman? Yeah, I'm sure you do. He was a fat idiot that like molested all of NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys and uh, sucked off Justin and 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 uh, man, it's pretty pretty sad. JC chaze or whatever. Supposedly, like that's really the story. Um, and if they don't want to say it, I mean, prove me wrong. I mean, I think that there's actual diaries by him and stuff and um you know and i how big could they have been at that time which is really creepy by that big fat guy you know but um anyways i didn't know that at the time i went and tried out for uh i went to orlando and i went and tried out for this uh extravaganza extravaganza and uh and it actually was amazing uh, i'll be honest with you it was Uh, A fantastic time I've never been to Orlando before In fact when I went to Orlando um, We didn't have Chick-fil-A here So that would have been like 2005 Right And um, I was very young And um, I wasn't taken advantage of Which unfortunately that sucks Because then I could have probably been Not doing this podcast And I would be a multi-millionaire You know like O-Town Or or what's the other one With uh, 98 Degrees and, um, so, but I did go through a lot of different, um, categories. I think there was like the modeling one. There was like, uh, the singing one. And, um, I just remember one of them telling me that I was arrogant. Uh, the, another one telling me that, um, well, you know, I never had any kind of like training to, you know, like. Probably the way I walked was like what I would think like a model would walk, you know what I mean, and so it probably was exaggerated like a like a complete weirdo um but I would say I should have won all the competitions because I actually hooked up with a plethora of individuals from uh the from the top floor down to the bottom, and in fact, when I left uh, this girl from Knoxville, she smoked a lot of cigarettes though, which was weird. Cause you could smell it on her, but she actually like kind of ran and she's this she was like, "I'll I'll see you again one day. I'll see you again." And I'm like, "I don't know if you will because you smoke a lot of cigarettes and your face is already getting like a little bit. You know, you, yeah, you're young, but like, you know, cigarettes. They're kind of like they're making you know, black doesn't crack, but you, this white girl from Knoxville does crack. That's pretty much what." what happens and so but we did spend a beautiful night together the night before and all that and she she was from knoxville and then she actually did say that she knew johnny knoxville i said that's ridiculous um but then she started saying some stories about him and i'm not going to share those because that's that's on him and his catheter and stuff but but she actually did know him you know so um anyways so i went there we went to pleasure island and i stayed with like Three different people, which is weird. I'm not sure if Lou Perlman did that on purpose. Um, we're supposed to say with the same same sex, and that was even weird too. I won't even get into that. Um, but while I was there, my girlfriend at home was busy um, painting the house to try and make me happy when I got home. Right, and I'm very young. we I think we're just happy that we're we had a little small place and it it was haunted. And that'll be another totally totally another episode. But. Uh, she just wanted to make it very nice for me, and I had this weirdo friend named Carlos. Who, uh, when I got back, he said, "Steven, Steven, you want, you know, your girlfriend called me over." And I said, um, "Yeah, she already told me like she did. Um, what, what's the problem, dude? She's like, you know, like I think she called me over, dude. I'm on. Like, no, I know she called you over, and you went over there, so that's okay. Yeah, and she wanted me like paint with her, bro, like for you and stuff. But I think what I'm thinking is that she like she liked me, dude." You know she like like me, and I said, um, "I don't know how to break this to you, Carlos. Um, you you have scars on your face. You went through a windshield. No offense. Um, you're awkward. Uh, you talk with the voice of a fairy, and uh, you have no coordination. Uh, you have no sexual like uh, attraction to other people. So." I'm gonna go out on a limb right now Carlos I'm gonna say I think she just wanted you because you're my friend I think she just wanted you to here comes Bentley he loves my podcast and I think she just wanted you to come over and paint so uh, I don't know maybe maybe not maybe I'm, maybe I'm totally crazy uh, but I think that uh, Kristen I'm pretty sure that um, I trust you on that one I don't think you I don't think you hooked up with Carlos but uh, in saying that, so Disney World, I, they, at the time when I went there, they had Pleasure Island, right? And it was pleasurable. It was definitely pleasurable. It was um, a lot of reggaeton, which I don't know. is That, that must be a South Florida thing or something. Uh, there was a lot of that, and there was uh, a lot of beautiful girls, but most of which were from the resort that we were all at. And you know, I was close to Lou Pearlman. I, 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 not close. I walked up close to him, and um, and and I found it odd because he looked like a man that smelled um, like cheese, like a lot of cheese, like you know, like like sweaty, and like maybe there might he might hide like a piece of string cheese under his belly or something like that, you know, like something weird like that. And I couldn't believe uh, that this man enticed and was able to um. Use his, I guess, his abilities, because you got to give him credit. I mean, he got me down there, and I live on this side of the coast, which I've never. I live on the west coast, and and most people there were all Georgia, Kentucky, uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, all of them. Florida, Georgia line, right? They're all those, and 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 the mothers. Some of them came with them, and we're talking like from ages like maybe sixteen to thirty. Which is a which is a bizarre amount of people. Luckily, uh, we didn't hear of any problems and stuff like that, you know, because we were you know we you know most of the people there were not really worried about hooking up so much as they were worried about just just becoming a star because they've seen so many. And I just kind of went down there like, well, like I'm, I'm a pretty good dancer, I'm a great singer, but. You know, putting it all together, like I'd never been in that. I I, I sang before. I've been in bands, but I'd never been in like a boy band, and it just seemed to me like really. And and everybody would like tell me like, oh, you got to go on American Idol. You got to go. You got to do make uh, trying out for making the band and all this. Uh, you know, whatever. And I don't know. I just I didn't really ever want to do it like that. I mean, would I mean maybe a lot of you out there would, as we see on Instagram and and as we see on this was kind of like instagram before instagram or or tiktok before tiktok like but but actually this time you actually get like contracts and stuff you know like you actually like uh you try out for people you know and and your millions of views don't mean they mean something because all you need is like one or two uh, people that really um have clout that they really want to make you a star so it's it's actually nothing like TikTok and Instagram and Snapchat. It's actually nothing like that. Um it's actually like it's it's real. You know. But uh so I went down there, Lou Pearlman, and he was a sweaty mess. Uh he looked like, you know. Like, he's sitting on his chin. Like, I don't know how you look like you're sitting on your chin, but that's whatever you imagine right now. That's exactly how he looked. He was sitting on his chin. Rest in peace, Luke. Lup- actually, no, not rest in peace. You're a big fucking idiot. You molested kids and you took advantage of your position and you're a sweaty mess, which is probably the most egregious of all the things I just said. But you're, you're really a terrible person uh, because what we found out is, um, the last night when I was there, they had this big concert, right? And uh, the finalists, and you know me, I don't know if you know me, maybe you're just listening to me for the first time, but I'm sitting there just like, <sighs> <sighs> you watch, I'll be back, Lou Pearlman, you watch. But uh, then he dies, or he goes to jail, or one of the two things, I'm not really sure, and or I went home and I saw this beautiful house that was painted by Chris and Carlos, um. Thanks, Carlos, and thanks, Kristen. Appreciate that. So all that stuff leads me to Disney, Disneyland, <ometownseries> Disneyland. I remember going to Disneyland when I was very, very young, and uh, from what I'm told, I I kind of remember it. I just laid in the middle of Main Street and just started like screaming. I would not allow. I was maybe uh, six years old. You know, the age that I don't need a stroller. You know, like where I can walk on my own, where like I actually enjoy it. And I actually like see it for what it is because I don't really understand why parents take their kids. Because what the fuck? Do you remember anything before you were like four years old? Maybe, do you? I mean, barely. I barely remember. I remember some old lady maybe that babysat me or something. I'm not really sure. Uh, and even at four years old, I don't. You know, come on, your kids ain't gonna remember. I understand you need to have them all in your your big uh, what is it stroller thing, like an SUV size stroller. And if you're going to take one, you got to take them all. Maybe that makes sense. Um, but anyways, I'm an only child. So I wasn't, I was taking it like six years old, probably five or six, one of the two. And um, I remember it. What do you know? I guess my parents did it right. So I remember it, but I, and I do remember like laying down and I legitimately did not want to leave that place. I felt that it was where I need to be. I felt like it needs to be part of me. I mean, I don't I don't care about you guys. I I've got Mickey Donald and Goofy and everybody else here that says that I'm better. And it's a better life over here. It's actually a way better life if I could live like, you know, right here next to the magic store or you know, underneath the bridge of Sleeping Beauty's castle like a homeless bum. I don't know what it means, but I thought that I was supposed to be there and and for some reason i couldn't understand why they were all of a sudden closing it down and then everything was going dark and they're like come on everybody let's go with their little like you know lights and stuff or saber lights or whatever their little glow in the dark lights and um and i really i, I honest to god I, I i remember that and you know what that is that's um oh that's my parents waiting till i was of age and right enough to go there so i remember it yeah that's exactly what that is and so i remember it and and i can explain it to you exactly how it happened i mean I thought for sure that Tom Sawyer's Island was going to be – that's my island. And now it's called Pirate's Island or whatever the fuck. But at the time, it was called Tom Sawyer's. And it's really not changed, though. It's just that Tom Sawyer has like some weird connotation with like Native Americans. But back in the day, they used to call them Indians, I guess, because that doesn't even make sense because there's people from India are actually Indians. And I can't believe that it lasted, what, 400, 500 years that's that's ridiculous i guess people were definitely as much as we want to give them credit before us they weren't smart so that's weird but anyways so they had some guy named Injun joe which Injun i think is short for indian maybe or something and so mark what's his name i don't know the first celebrity the guy that wrote uh huckleberry finn i don't know whatever his name is uh it's all the same shit mark twain there you go mark twain that's all the same shit. Like, I don't know the difference between the name Mark Twain, Huckleberry Finn, and Tom Sawyer. They they could all be, like, three people. Uh, I don't remember that part of my childhood. I just know that one of them wrote it. I think it's Mark Twain, right? Yeah, yeah. He was, like, the celebrity, right? I know everybody's going to be like, no, oh, of course it's Mark Twain. Like, right. But who cares, right? I mean, what's the difference between Huckleberry Finn and Tom Sawyer? Aren't they the same, like, guy with, like, some shoes off? Like, he doesn't have any shoes, and he's got, like, a torn... Uh, Shorts, maybe, and he's got a a swim fishing swimming pool fishing pole, maybe or something. I don't know. Anyways, they named that island after Mark Twain's uh, an amazing book, supposedly called Tom Sawyer's Tom Sawyer, and they called it Tom Sawyer's Island. And which I loved about it because I could like hide. There was a fort, and I thought I just pretty much owned that place. And I, I don't I don't know if every other kid feels like that. And please email me if you could at steven at who cares podcast.com. The first time that you ever went there, did you feel like you really owned that? Or like that the that 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 all those Donald, Mickey, Cruella Deville, uh, Goofy, uh, all those characters—they really, really resonated with you. They really, you thought they were your friends, right? It's like like I know my parents are cool and everything, like, fuck. Or, or I know like I'm with my cousins and stuff, but like like fuck you guys. Like I'm with like these people really like me. Like They give me hugs and, and they look like they're so happy and everybody there is so happy to see you. And when you're a kid, when you're older, of course, you realize it's just whatever, That's marketing, right? But when you're a kid, whoa, I mean, that is the magic. Where do we lose that? Where, where at what age, I'd love to hear this. What age did you lose that magic? Of not just of Disneyland, of whoa, maybe you still get like that. Maybe, uh no, I won't even go there. Maybe you still get like that at whatever age you are. Uh, the magic is still there, and I, I love that. And the magic is still there for me too. I'm not saying it, it's a different kind of magic now, you know, um, you know, magic in the. I won't look it. We're gonna stay away from the misogyny. We're going to stay away from the, um, because I did get a couple bad uh, emails. And you know what? That really, really hurts. It really does because I was called everything from, um, well, I don't want to go into it. But as a, a Latin man, a Latino, who just gave his observations I'm having some Latin interactions in South Central LA last week. Uh, some people took that very, very harsh, you, most of which, though, you'd be surprised, most of which though, their last name was like um, Smith or like, uh, you know, just pretty much white names, you know, like McConnell, Ches, like something. I don't know, whatever. Who cares? It's just people that, like, you know, in their mind, they think that they know stuff, but they don't. But that's okay. I, I want everybody to understand that this this podcast is about magic with a k just kidding it's not about magic with a k that's a whole nother episode it's about the it's about the real magic the magic in life like meeting people and understanding them and 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 and, and if it's goofy and why why did you feel that or when you used to watch whatever shows that you did growing up whether it's recently um from Oh, God, I love this show. Why can't I think of it right now? Oh, Gumball. I love Gumball. I know. What a weirdo I am, right? And I don't even have kids. That's creepy, right? But I like Gumball a lot. I think it's one of the most bizarre. But Gumball's cool. Most of them are pretty stupid. But um, it's unfortunate that uh, I feel that the animation artists are really messing with the kids. They really are. I mean, you can see it. I mean, they've done a lot of drugs and a lot of them are um, homosexuals. And a lot of them are, like, kinky motherfuckers, if they're not. And, um, and I don't mean anything bad about by that, but I think that it's kind of their revenge a little bit uh, against society. And call me crazy, but you can't because I actually have friends in the industry that have told me such. So, um, anyways, th- if it's that, or if it's all the way from all of Nickelodeon or all of Disney Channel or all the way back to me when we actually had Saturday morning cartoons, all that stuff, that's magic. Like, I, I look back at that time so fondly. Like, I, I can make up a whole world in my mind. And I don't know if that's, that's why that song, I love that song. It's called, what's it called? Oh, Reading Rainbow. That's what it's called. Butterflies in the sky. I can go twice as high. Take a look. It's in a book. A reading rainbow. I can't go anywhere. Just kidding. I know. I'm I'm murdering it right now. But it looks like LeVar Burton's going to be the host of Jeopardy. So that's nice. He's actually really a very cool guy and also very uh, trustworthy. You know, I know he just has that face. And um so anyways d- back to Disneyland um there's a lot of weirdness going on there but about 6 to about 6 to six years ago you know I had I'd had been not distant from my parents on purpose but I lived in LA and I lived Marin Del Rey and I lived in other places and they lived in uh, still lived in Whittier and and if anybody knows about this area that's about 20 miles or you know 25 miles or something and I was uh, in a relationship and and doing my thing, and they had their parents actually to take the mind off me or whatever. You know, they they were they were well, they're 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 the oldest, and they were the ones that actually uh, pretty much cared for their parents till the day they died. I'm sure, the, and anybody listening, to this yes, your parents did too. I get that. If my my cousins are listening, yeah, we get it. Blah blah blah. They did too. They did some stuff, but really, let's be honest, my parents did take care of uh, their parents. And I think that's being the first child or me, I guess it'd be the only child. I'm not really sure, but um, they did. And so that was, that was what they were doing. So I really didn't see them for a good eight years or something. I mean, really like I'd go over there once in a while and stuff, but anyways, then uh, I moved back, I moved back to the suburbs. I moved to Huntington beach over here. And then uh, I thought, well, you know what I need to, you know, the, the grandparents have died, you know, or their parents have died. And so now it's kind of like, okay, uh, now it's my turn, you know. And so I was like, What is my mom like? You know, what is she like? And then I thought about it and she loves Disneyland. She she loves it from when she went. She went there like in the original days. I'm not really sure what year or what, but she really did. She went there uh, with her her and her brother and her sister and, and she would tell me these stories about how uh, my our grandfather used to reserve tickets in the saloon or something. They don't do that, that anymore. Of course they don't. That would be too classy. But, you know, they actually did it like a real production. You know what I mean? And now they, it's kind of like a production, but it's not. But Everything's been dumbed down a little bit, but that's okay. Um, and I think what happened was, uh, oh, I know what it was. It was uh, making payments on a annual pass. Now, I understand that, like, uh, everybody needs a shot at Disneyland. But maybe, you know, we didn't have annual pass. I didn't have an annual pass growing up. When I went to Disneyland it was like a uh, maybe quarterly or maybe uh twice a year maybe maybe twice a year yeah and so when I was surprised with it or when I was told hey you're going to Disneyland today oh my god oh oh my god oh my god I'm going to I'm going to Disneyland I'm You know, and that was legitimate. If you go all the time, you're just burning your kids out, and it's just a way for you to just burn. Like you have, because you aren't really that creative, I guess. And you're just taking your kids because why not? I have uh, the payment plan or whatever. I don't know what they're doing now. They're doing something weird, but it's called the magic key or something like that. And you just want to take them and you you just jump in the stroller. Here, we're just gonna, you know. And you, I'm sure that you get excitement out of your kids, but not really. You just. It's it's a day for you to not have to deal with them pretty much because they're looking at other things, right? So I think less is more, especially when you're a kid. And they may get teased at school. What you don't go to you don't go to Disneyland the kid that goes to Disneyland all the time is a pile of shit. Cause he's fucking numb to it now. And now he's a spoiled asshole. And that's fucking real. I don't care who who's listening to this right now, whoever it is, your kid's a fucking asshole. I bet you if they go to Disneyland all the time, because we, we, you're taking the magic out of it, man. It's one thing if you want to go a bunch when you're like older and stuff like that. That's great, but you gotta know when to hold them. You gotta know when to fold them, and you gotta know when to walk away. You have to. Disneyland is not meant to be an everyday occurrence granted there are some big goofs that walk around with ears and and you know all all the what do you call it flare all around there you know they got so many pins and they i mean they just imagine that person and that's exactly who we're talking about and and i love the fact that people really get into it but you know sometimes a good thing doesn't need to be everyday now, if it's your, if it's your girl, if it's your man, but not you need to have that every day, of course. But I'm talking about like adventures because they're not, they don't become adventures anymore. They become commonplace, and they become boring. And if one kid told me like he's over Disneyland at an age that I was. Because I think up until I was like probably shit, 15, 16. I mean, 16 years old, it was a whole other adventure. We used to go drop acid there. But, and, you know, dress up like in weird punk outfits and everybody used to get freaked out by us. That's a whole other adventure. But I probably up until the age of like 13, like, I still felt the magic because it wasn't abused. It wasn't abused. And remember, Disneyland is magic, it's what you make of it. It's what you need. It's what's a part of you. Butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high. Take a look. It's in a book. A reading rainbow. yourself.